Hello, enjoying SBO Perspectives? Make sure to like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Now, on to this week's episode. Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Tara. Bringing you our perspectives of school finance from New York to Oregon and everything, and everything in, between. in between. Yeah. So, you know, folks, um, I almost emotional as I um, get ready to introduce this next episode. Uh, so, Tara, you might have to even take over. <laughs> the past couple weeks, you know, we didn't get anything new out per se because um, I had gone away for eight days, um, went on a memory mission with Life Touch. And yeah. what does that mean? Um, it means we spent, oh gosh, it's so tough. Like we spent time in the community that we didn't know about in Guatemala. And we met the families, the children. And so for one, we helped produce classrooms for them because a lot of their facilities are, are downwritten and uh, they needed this. Um, but we also bought a lot of love and humanity. Yeah. And so yeah. to capture this, I mentioned this also in this podcast that um, we're going to do several episodes with multiple folks and it's not going to be repetition about things. It's going to be more so the perspective because this is huge. This message has to go out because it really embodies who we are as individuals, as human beings. Yeah. And, and how, I'm excited to hear about your trip too. Yeah. yeah. So much, oh, oh so much gosh. to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. So folks, um, buckle up, <laughs> strap up, get ready for this ride <laughs> because this podcast episode is like none other. Almost can't even put into words as what this episode will represent. Yeah, so, I'm looking um, forward to hearing all about it. So I'm going to actually maybe even take a step back here and have you maybe conduct most of the interviews here because um, honestly, this for everybody who listens to SBO Perspectives, this podcast episode is going to be about the memory mission. And so I'm Dr. Jack R. Mitchell. I'm here along with um, Tara, and Tara's, you know, great as far as hosting this with me, and that's why I'm asking her if I can maybe take a step back, because we have another esteemed guest right here, Chris Wildman. Chris, what do you have to say to our listeners? Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I've been listening for a long time. I'm honored to be asked, and I'm honored to have met you on the Memory Mission. And I'm really looking forward to sharing a few of those insights that me and you got on that trip. Yeah, it, it was great. And we're going to really get into it. Um, so, you know, let's start. I'll start this first one here uh, for folks who don't know you. And just so let me take another step back for folks who don't even know um, really what we went on and who you are and why we went. Right. So 
Chris and I were selected by Asma International to be their two representatives with LifeTouch. Um, they've been doing this 24 years. Um, this happened to also be the last year. We're very fortunate to have that opportunity. Um, but Chris, you know, let the folks know a little bit about you, maybe your background, you know, your experiences in SBL first. Yeah, I'm a certified public accountant here in Illinois. I transitioned from working in industry to being a business manager for a school district. I worked in four school districts over 12 years, and I'm currently employed by Community Consolidated School District 46 in Grays Lake, Illinois. And I've been there, I've been here since uh, 2021. Nice. That's awesome. And you know what? I have to say this, Chris, because your accent. You know, people talk about my accent, I guess, because it's uh, from New York. And, hey, you know, sometimes they, they catch a little. But your accent is fantastic. Well, like thank that. you. It, I, I, as I said, I'm from the UK. I'm, I came here uh, as an adult when I was 26 years old. Um, but I have picked up an American accent as well. So I think I do confuse a few people. I get asked <laughs> you got a little mix here. A little I, Chicago I, get asked, I get asked a lot of questions about where I'm from, and it's a little difficult because when you've moved around several places in your life. So I just keep it very simple. I live in Chicago, but I'm from the UK. All right. So over this past week, um, we both helped build, along with about 38 other volunteers, an eco school. Folks may not know this. I have a lot of social media up. We're going to talk about this more later as well. But we built three classrooms for the Guatemalan town of Tech with such a large discrepancy in dollars. How does that shift your own perspective? Yeah, it, it really hit home when we saw the building and we saw one which was built last year and was and was in its finished state. And so we saw it the building in transition. We saw it in its kind of cement concrete shell with the, the bottles, the eco bricks being added. And then we saw one 12 months, 18 months into the future, what it's going to look like. Yeah. And it's a classroom. I think that's the kind of thing that hits home. You're building a room where learning is going to take place. And the mm-hmm. discrepancy between the cost is, is, is pretty astronomical. Now, yeah. Clearly, the financing and construction costs of middle school, high school, elementary school buildings in the United States is a lot higher. We have codes. We have to do with local municipalities. It's just it's a different right. environment, but it is still a room where learning is taking place. Mm-hmm. So that that did hit home because there's still a group of teachers who are gathering every morning, meeting with meeting with their students, having those relationships, teaching, and those kids are walking away with joy from the from the from the school day and they've learned something and so that's the the similarity right and so yeah it it, it does hit home because we, we we know that we're never going to be able to build classrooms for twenty thousand dollars back right? home yeah and we yeah. know we're never going to be able to build schools like the united states and guatemala so that kind of juxtaposition of the difference just mm-hmm. yeah but it's still where learning takes place yeah very cool um, and for those listening out there, how would you describe your experience there? And I'd like to hear from both Jack and Chris on um, your experience out there. And what was your biggest takeaway um, from the experience? And what did you Chris, enjoy the you most? Chris, you go first because um, yeah. I might take to go the first? podcast. I'll, I'll, go, <laughs> I'll go with what I enjoyed the most and my biggest takeaway. I, I can't tell yeah. you what, just one. I'm going to go with two things I enjoyed the most. Um, 
the community reaction was unbelievable. Oh, the wealth oh we received from oh, the students and the, and the families, fireworks, Literally. Was just, it was very emotional. <laughs> to, to just arrive there and see how happy they were to have us take part in this whole project. Uh-huh, yeah. And then, so that's the first thing, and that's a big part. That's a huge thing I enjoyed. The, I enjoyed. Um, but the second thing was the camaraderie of the volunteer group was a oh, huge takeaway yeah. for me. We had 40 mm-hmm. individuals. I didn't know anybody. I have my counterpart from Asbury National on, the, on this right now where I meet for the first time. <laughs> I have right. superintendents. I have principals. I have elementary school principals. We have representatives from National PTA. But the group pulled together in a way that I've never seen before. And it was such a... A, a shining light of humanity, I guess. I don't know if that sounds ridiculous, but everyone oh. was just so happy to be there and to pull together for this project. And when we finished, we were all just so happy for the community. So I think they're the two big things I like. Take away, you know, humanity is humanity. You know, I think no matter where you are in the world, schools are important. So to be building a school in Guatemala was just really special. So I take that away as my biggest takeaway too. Yeah, That's fantastic. I definitely echo Chris. I mean, 150%. Because when we got there, it was almost emotional right away. Every day was emotional because of just the gravity, as Chris mentioned, how they received this. You know, we talked about this, how like we went there to help build schools for them, but they wanted to serve us. And that was so deep. Walked in and it was was outside under like a, a huge complex and, mm-hmm. you know, they had special palms down for the occasion. They had signs up. You know, you're talking about teachers, principals, town folks there speaking. Kids would greet us with a nice little daffodil flower and walk us to our seats. And then right away, you start seeing kids hugging folks, sitting on people's laps. And just there's a there's number one, a language barrier. And then even just meeting, all it took was a smile. Right, Chris? The yeah, smile was yeah. so infectious when you, when you see these children in the community um and there's a lot more to talk about here but yeah for me um it's almost the same i mean the camaraderie was great <laughs> i have to tell you chris were you were you in my bus because we had two buses were you in my bus most of the time or because my bus you know i started playing some music and then because <laughs> i got <hooked laughs> you up. were a dj you were a resident <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got hooked up to um to to the bluetooth and then it would just, that's it. And matter of fact, I got a little something right here. Does this sound familiar to you, Chris? Yes. Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. this is song. something between us. We'll always have our own association. But I have to play the chorus for this because when this plays, you're going to hear something a little bit different. And this is, oh, it's about to come right now. All right. Country roads. Hey, sing I'm going to let you sing it. All right. <laughs> you will place. I belong. Guatemala. So that was it. We nice, ran with it nice. the whole time, every day. That's awesome. It was like our energy. We basically went out there. And we got up in the morning, we got, you know, got a little breakfast and then we got, you know, 
ready for the day. And then we hit those buses and we went um, about 30 minute drive uh, to the uh, town, the school village area. And um, uh, it was, and so that I loved because, um, you know, I am a karaoke freak as well. <laughs> so we had fun in the bus and there'll be a little bit more stuff on social media, but yeah, um, this is great. Um, and, and you made quite the friends with some of the students and parents. Is that true too, Chris? Yeah, I'm yes. so tired of that. I yeah. think I would honestly say everybody made connections. Yeah. Everybody who was there had so many kids, adults, teachers, associated people who were there to help with the project, who were just making connections, authentic connections all the time. So I definitely made some connections. Um, on a personal level, I, I took time out to play soccer or football with the kids. Oh, uh, yeah, that was fun. I know several other people <laughs> did too. I mean, yeah. sponsor universal language, which is an easy way to connect. Right, so yeah. Mm-hmm. would just come up to me with a soccer ball and say, you want to play? I'm a blade shark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we kicked the ball around a little bit, and that was really nice. Um, I did have a farmer come up to me who I had a whole conversation with who ended up giving me his hat. It was like a cowboy <laughs> Which is huge, Chris. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to cut you off, but everybody out there knows that is huge. That is the hat he puts on every day in the morning when he goes out. And the same hat he hangs up in his house when he comes home. I mean, from the the host, hug it forward, to even Jan said that that's never happened. And so you can continue, wow. but I have to just preface that because that wow. was so cra- And Chris was wearing the hat after that, which is, I got to say, that was I awesome too. It. It, it, was yeah. a, it was a pretty good fit. So that was nice. <laughs> um, and I think, I think like, and when I think back to the conversation that happened before that with that gentleman, I he thanked me for coming a long way. And I thanked him for inviting us into the community. Yeah. And so I think I, my guess is that the hat was a symbol of kind of some mutual gratitude or anything that we had for each other. So it was just a really nice moment. And, yeah, just another connection with another person that happened really authentically in the community it was really nice. Yeah, I yeah. mean, tremendous. And you know what, Chris? I'm going to even take a step back here again because, you know, those times that we spent in between building and just like, you know, when we had our lunch, um, but by the way, the food was great. We had our own chef every day. She accommodated us, you know, we had to give a shout out uh, to, to Christine because she was great. But, was. but, you know, really those moments where they just laughed, where they came up to you and they give you a high five or pretend to give you a high five, you know, um, <laughs> and then bring, bring the bottles over to us as we were lining them up. And I mean, it's great to get that mission accomplished, but the, the additional meeting the families, right? We went into their homes. I was oh, huge. Wow. And I got to tell you another, another highlight real quick. I don't know if you got a chance to do this, Chris. Um, I think you might've been in when he had the conversation with the teachers, but a couple of days before that, we were able to take pictures of the kids. Um, so they passed me the camera because these kids some of them have never had a picture taken of them. And so we're actually giving them school pictures. Oh, yeah. School pictures um, they can cherish. You know, like we have, we're, we take it for granted here in the States that we have these pictures we take every, you know, every year, our classes, fifth grade, sixth sure. grade, whatever grade yeah. may be. They're taking their pictures. So I was part of the process. And also we, at the end, gave them the pictures. Oh, you should have seen. The oh, they got them right then, faces. huh? Well, yeah. It, well, we did it at the end. So we did the oh, pictures gotcha. like closer to the beginning. You know, we're out there a week, and then toward the end, 
uh, we gave to him. So that was something else I had to mention. But yeah, um, wow. How how would you compare your, di- your district to that of TechMind, Chris? I'm curious. Yeah, I touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, it's a big gap, right? You're talking about infrastructure over many years of, that we have in educational organizations. You know, we have food service, we have cafeterias, we have bus and transportation systems. Once the kids step foot in our buildings, they have science labs and learning spaces and modern libraries to collaborate. And that's a whole different world to what we saw as a small room in which you have a group of students who are learning the language, they're learning Spanish, and then they're learning English with their first language. And Mayan, yeah. And Mayan, you know, so they're going to be trying to these kids. Um, And then you saw the teachers there who all had second jobs, you know, they they were part-time teachers, professional. They were still obviously professionals, but mm-hmm. they were part-time because they all had second jobs. And when we were meeting with the teachers who are going to be in those classrooms, they all told us what they did. Some of them were homemakers. Some of them were farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them were just made stuff in their homes and sold it, which is a very normal thing. Yeah, yeah. area of Guatemala. So it just it just is a very different perspective. I think um, that's that's kind of the differences, but I think there's obviously similarities, right? You've got yeah, still got a teacher and a student in a classroom, and you've still got that student teacher relationship, and that was definitely alive and well. I mean, what we saw the relationship between the student and the teachers was honestly quite magical those kids would run up to their teachers and were hugging them every day and they were so well behaved. So you just knew that they had such a really strong level of trust and they really respected each other. And the kids were so polite, you know, it's just, they, there was just a really, really, really strong bond between the students and the teachers. So that was wonderful to see. So even though that you, they had what was a, a pretty simple classroom Mm-hmm. And the school is quite simple compared to what we're used to here mm-hmm. in the United States. You you still had that really strong learning bond between the, the students and the teachers. So that was awesome. Yeah, that was that was huge. And you know what? You mentioned Mayan, right? And that was big as well, because we actually had an opportunity one day to visit the ruins. Um, and that was a great experience. Oh, wow. We had a great guide. Um they pushed us along and they were able to kind of go through and explain, you know, how the families were back then, you know, it was, that was a huge experience in itself because we saw a ceremony. We actually participated in a ceremony. Um, in addition to just like seeing those grounds, like how the structure was built, the Mayans are really advanced. Yes. Beyond. Think about yeah. how many years ago um, and they hear the stories firsthand um, about how they developed through the years, how they moved their capital, you know, and this is, these are places that are, are on top of high, high mountains. It made it difficult for folks. We looked on longer edges. It looked scary. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was high. Yeah, it was, yeah. We went, we went to the edges like, wait a second. Wow. They were like, and they were they building, had, building stuff on the edges of these mountains. Right. And you guys are just walking along. 
we, well, yeah, well, we were in the center part, and there were different yeah. villages there. But and this is one of the ruins. They're all over. There's also Mexico, Honduras, and see, Belize yeah. used to be part of um of Guatemala, and actually, Belize is where I went had my honeymoon. So I was really intrigued and interested about that. But I have to say that when you you walk around and just see just being immersed in the culture, not just mm-hmm. from talking to the folks to see it, it just was a unbelievable experience and you know the whole time you're there for this mission as well you're working with these volunteers and the reflections i t- chris i touched on upon the reflections only because uh tara every day we have we had journals right and mm-hmm. actually the first time i had a roommate in years which is funny because I had the roommate with Chris the last day. <laughs> was, that's another story. I don't know if we get down this podcast, <laughs> but um, but honestly, like we will reflect upon our experiences, and that was such a cathartic experience uh, because you know the the whole day is like from morning to night. Um, you're out there. You're you know you have your primary purpose you interact and those interactions especially when so there's one day Tara we went into um a woman's home it was like one room and she was a seamstress so she was doing what they call I think it's called loom or loop um mm-hmm. sewing and it's just amazing she's like nothing and these garments are like unbelievable yeah, um, yeah. You had, everyone had to get like a little whether it be a cloth or something like that um or even an outfit because the intricate details and the precision of how they make it it just um and I, you know i'm gonna post some stuff up too for people to see but it wasn't me what, what do you think about that chris like what was your thought about when and also we made oh tell them about how we made um <laughs> we made tortillas we went to one person's home and downstairs in the basement they had a a, a special stove or oven yeah, they had a, a kamale, which was a large kind of area in, in the room um, where the family, um, mother and the daughters, was. they were making fresh tortillas for the day. And we all had the, they, should they invited us in and we all made one and it was really cool. I, I think just generally, it, it's hard to say there was one specific, you know, that the fact that the entire community just opened their homes to us and we were walking mm-hmm. through their backyards and they knew who we were. And so they kept coming up to us and talking to us and hugging us. So we were walking around this entire community and everyone was just being very welcome to us, which would just not happen in the United States. Right. right? Yeah. Visitors, you just wouldn't, they were just throwing their, their, their palms open to us. Yeah. Um, the Mayan culture being as prevalent as what it is hearing Mayan spoken and, and actually Spanish being a second language in that area. And they're learning English too, as I already said, you know, it was just, it was an amazing thing to hear and see. And then when they sang to us in Mayan, I think I mentioned that too, right? That, that I, when we went to a mass, right? And we heard Mayan spoken. Oh, in the homily, forgot it. Yeah. That you know? was big yeah. too. So, oh, Chris, we got to mention that. So it really Mayan and, and that part of the cultural heritage was so prevalent um in in the entire um project and 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 virt, virt, virt throughout everything it, it was really amazing it was really amazing um but not one thing i can't just think of one you know it was just so much it was yeah, so much yeah, no, just I, a complete immersion in this entire culture 
Yeah, I, Chris, I have to mention this too now because you brought up, and I didn't even think about this when we were talking prior about questions and stuff like that. This is completely organic and natural here. We went to mass one morning, Tara. Mm-hmm. And so it's at 6 a.m. in the morning. It's still dark outside. <laughs> yeah. So we go in and it's packed to capacity. We go in like maybe five, 10 minutes prior to, and we're like, nowhere to sit. So some folks stay in the back. I was like, oh, let's walk all the way up front. Me, Chris, and Nathan. Nathan's a great guy too. He's my roommate. Um, we're going to talk to him another time. Um, <laughs> but we go and then Chris walks by this one aisle and it's a family. They take up pretty much the whole, the whole, you know, section. Whole pew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the kids gets out of his seat, grabs Chris' hands, walks him into the pew, and pretty much now they're all on top of each other. And Chris is in between. You know what? It's better served, Chris. I know you probably weren't prepared for this question. Why don't you tell them exactly what happened? Yeah. So I'm now in the middle of an entire family. I've got, I think, six people to the left of me and two to the right. And I'm right in the middle. And the kids are misbehaving. Yeah. I'm just tight. I think all the the kids are sat on their brothers and sisters' laps. And and it – we're, we're there, but it's 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 beautiful in a way because I'm now in the middle of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're all responding in Mayan and kind of in Spanish to the mass. Um, so that's really cool too to be to be seeing that. Um, and then the little boy who is clearly misbehaving, one of them. I think it was like <laughs> two boys, one of them. We took to no good. He he's bothering his sister. You know, he's like I think he was picking a scab on her hand, I think, or something. And I, I was like watching this and I said to him, like, stop, you got to stop, like, stop bothering her. Um, and mom, who's next to me, sees that and just basically steps in and tells him off. So it was, yeah, <laughs> she might have even slapped him a little bit. I don't know. It, it, you know, stop. Like, so you got this, you've got this Ooh, kind of like, family dynamic <laughs> happening and I'm right in the middle of it. Um, yeah, it was just really beautiful, you know, and to be like literally – to be in a mass, to be pulled in and, and, and sit with everybody. Um, and, and to be brought in. I'm, not, as, I'm clearly not one of them, right? Yeah. But it, which and, is, it was just really inviting and very nice. Yeah, I was going to say being accepted into that community and and then that individual family too, that that just has to feel amazing. Yeah, same thing happened for Nathan. Uh, there wasn't a seat as well. Some Actually, they got up and stood for him. Um, they didn't squish because I don't even know how Chris made it in that aisle. I tell you, that was so <laughs> tight. And I was fortunate that um, when he ushers, they had seats on the side. They let me sit. And so, um, yeah, that was really great. And then, you know, what? it transformed when it was daytime when we came out. Everywhere around the streets were empty. We went in there. The streets are completely packed, full market. People in the streets selling you know, their, their goods and stuff. Um that was an experience, I tell you. Oh, and um, you know, as we get ready to close up here, um, because this this is something I want to definitely announce to everybody is that um, you know, Tara and I we had set up a slate uh for this first quarter. And honestly, after this trip, um, uh, which everyone says is life changing, I've experienced it. I had an episode on it last year. We're gonna focus on 
the next few episodes as well as this one to really capture these moments and stories because they need to be heard the humanity aspect and that perspective because if we bring that back home here um in the u.s um i i believe that things would work a lot differently um we have a lot more harmonious um interactions um here but nonetheless i digress what, what I do want to say, though, and I get like that because I get wordy, but this was amazing, Sarah. I mean, you, you probably gained a sense of that or just hearing and, yeah. and interviewing us. Um, but what I really appreciate from the trip was when we broke our bread and the meals, the last day they had us visit the city of um, Antigua. And um, that was a whole nother experience in itself. Um, I got a chance to go to the Chaco Museum, uh, the catacombs. You know, we even went, we went to McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's out there, <laughs> which is different. And we saw folks that we were in the Mayan ruin, a, a Denmark couple in the same McDonald's, just coincidental, just miles and miles away. Um, and so, but that aspect in itself shows you that um, sometimes it's just as simple as it looks and could be. I know America's in a different state right now, but I mean, Gosh, Chris, what were your thoughts about that last day? Just curious. Yeah, it was it was a nice kind of come down from yeah, the emotion the of yeah. saying goodbye to the, the community. And it was a nice mm-hmm. kind of say goodbye to Guatemala because we actually got a day to ourselves, I guess, um, to, to look around this beautiful Spanish colonial city. Um, just beautiful churches and ruins and cathedrals. So it was just very nice to be out of the mountains. And and it was a nice transition step back to what we were heading back to in the United States, right? So we had like one day to transition back um, away from the kind of the building and the, the, the community and what we'd been involved with over the last three days. So that was kind of nice. And it was just a really nice trip. You know, it was just, yeah. just a really nice cherry on the cake, I think that we got to see um, a little bit of a different part of Guatemala. It's fantastic. Yeah, the landscape. What, um, yeah. You know, it looked I almost was, like a... Go ahead, Tara. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, what what was something that you guys have taken away from the experience to bring back to your district? Um, mm. Great question. question. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think a couple of things that I took away is to be grateful for everything I have. Yeah. Because I saw what they have there. And I saw how mm-hmm. they manage and how they live and they still have joy in their lives and they still have all the things which are really important, which is family life comes first. So um, definitely yeah. being grateful and uh, being real and authentic with them was, was really cool too. No, nobody had to put any on, put any masks on or anything. We, we yeah. were exactly who we were with yeah. them and they were exactly mm-hmm. who they are with us. And we were all just being really authentic with each other. And that was really good, really beautiful. Yeah, I echo that. And I think that pretty much kind of sums it up, Sarah, you know, as we get ready to conclude here. Um, if we had, I would say if we could have a chance to provide any advice for our listeners, it would be that. It's just being a genuine self, smiling, mm-hmm. um, yeah. being open to others because we need a little bit more of that, right? Yes, um, being, being so, our authentic selves. Yes, yeah. no mask, as Chris said. It was just mm-hmm. great. So, Chris, we kicked it off, man. We did it. And we had, listen, we had a little preview in the, uh, in the airport, which is a little bit funny too in itself. Uh, such a great time. And uh, we're forever connected. Uh, this is almost like our own fraternity, if you will, now. I mean, the folks we've connected with still from the trip, 
is amazing because remember, we're talking about 22 states, two Canadian provinces coming together. Wow, that's awesome. No one knew each other. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, we were very successful in what we did and experienced one of a kind in a lifetime. So, Chris, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping me unfold some of this story again. I'm still working through this in my mind. And as we talked about in the reflections, there's a lot we went through. Um, so thank you again for bringing this back to my mind because it's yeah. really hard. And of course. And thank but, you because you helped me remember these moments and we're forever connected. So folks, SPO Perspectives, we hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, continue to listen in because there'll be many more from the memory mission. So, it's so nice to you. meet you, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, Tara, what do you think about that episode? Oh my gosh, that was amazing. And I was so excited to hear about your guys' trip. Yeah. You probably saw some social media, and I don't even think that that really captures what we encountered and, and experienced out there. Actually, it wasn't mentioned. Um, we actually had two different individuals, individuals from the community come and speak to us during our lunch. One oh, was a 69-year-old nice. farmer. Oh, wow. Um, he had eight children. He talked about his life. Um, you know, it was a translation. And, and so we were able to ask questions directly. That was a wonderful experience. Um, another day, we had a gentleman who had actually two times tried to get into the U.S. Then third time he did. And for four years, he lived in Arizona. Um, I think he worked with a landscaper, but he talked about his experience. He lived in a room with eight people. He shared a cell phone and he just worked to send money back to his home. I mean, very yeah. honorable, very noble uh, man for what he described. We had our reflections daily. Uh, I could talk yeah. on and on and on, but you know, I wish that there was something where, and this is the last one that they're doing. Um, we're going to work on something, but I wish there was something where other folks can just see this. Yeah, really I would love to do ha, have similar experience and do something like that. Yeah, have you ever what? done a, a memory mission? Or no, I have not. Yeah, and the, the aspect is think about it: working with forty strangers. Yeah, and and having a roommate. Like I said, I haven't had a roommate since college. <laughs> <laughs> that was different, and there's going to be so much more. So, folks, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, we're we're going to continue to push this out. Uh, hundreds of folks out there um, will, I think, um, be best served in listening to this and understanding the message. And it will continue uh, over this next month. So, um, folks out there, I'm Jack, along with TBD. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're very excited to have produced this episode. So, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.